want to talk to you from the subject this morning, a committed leader, a committed leader, commitment in, in leadership. And, you know, for anyone that uh, is or seeks to be a leader, you need to be committed. You need to be committed because if uh, you are to expect anyone to follow you, they must first see you. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. If, if you expect anyone to follow you, if you are to be up front, if you are to be in the lead, if you are first, then you uh, need to make sure that those are following you see you going somewhere. Amen. Amen. And that's important because the fact about leadership, if you are not going anywhere, you can't expect no one to follow you. A real problem with a lot of those that have a position in leadership is they're not going anywhere. They're just maintaining a position. They're holding a position and going absolutely positively nowhere. You're not going anywhere. And that's very important that if you're going to be a leader, you have to be directional. You have to go. You can't stay in place. You cannot become complacent with where you are. You must be willing to go. You can't be like that tree that's planted by the river water. I shall not be moved. But as a leader, those that are following you must see you go. They must see you go. They must see you out front. They must see you in motion. They must see you in motion as a leader. They must not wonder where you are when it's time to go. They must not have to call you and find you when it's time to move forward. But as a committed leader, uh, then you must be uh, going somewhere. And what we come to discover in our text this morning is that God has called for Moses to go. He's called Moses to go. And the first thought that we want to share with you this morning as we look at this subject of committed leadership is that uh, a committed leader is chosen. Amen. It's chosen by God. If you're going to be uh, committed uh, you uh, need to be uh, chosen by God. There are a lot of those that are in leadership positions that are not getting anywhere because they've not been chosen by God. And that's the difference in a leader and a committed leader because when, one, when God chooses one to lead his people, he prepares them for what he would have them to do. Y'all notice Moses, before he's called by God, we find Moses as a shepherd tending his father-in-law Jethro's sheep. And as a shepherd, we see Moses learning how to lead sheep. Now, 
understand, understand, you cannot expect for people to follow you if you've never been trained how to lead. Amen. It requires, it requires some teaching. It requires, you just can't accept a position and think that now that you have it, you're going to be good at it. Fact about it, you can't expect to get a promotion on your job until you've first been proven to be a leader. To be a leader, and especially as it relates to the Lord's church and the Lord's people, there's a training that we must go through by God if we are to be committed in what we do. And what we find, Moses, at this point, when God calls him, he's a shepherd. God has allowed Moses to spend time Tending sheep. Now you remember Moses was raised and reared in Pharaoh's house. He was raised in a position where people served him. Come along with me. Follow along. Because one of the things that you need to understand as a committed leader is you're not to be served, but you you are a, a, a servant. Right. Right. Grab hold of that for a moment. Because a lot of people seem to think that when they take on positions of leadership, other people have to yield to them. But understand, when it, as it relates to the kingdom of God, it ain't about you. It's about God. And it's about leading people where God would have them to go. So, so, so when we find Moses here, we find Moses as, as a shepherd. He's, he's leading sheep. And you remember uh, an angel came into a bush and, 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 and the bush was burning but not consumed. And the bush caught Moses' attention. And as Moses makes his way to the bush, there's a voice that comes out of the bush that says, take off your shoes for the ground you're standing on is holy ground. And that's important that good uh, uh, committed leaders learn to listen to the voice of God. Right, right, right. Amen. Right. You need to listen to the voice of God because before you go, yeah. you need to wait till the Lord tell you. Amen. I said leadership, those out front, those that are leading God's people are going somewhere, but you need to move at God's command. Now, this is the Lord's church. It doesn't belong to us. And whatever we do and however we respond to God's people, we must first talk to God. We must communicate with God. It's unfair to the people to try to lead them by the way of God, and you don't know the Lord. Right, right, right. Amen. So that's important that committed leaders have a relationship with God. You got to know God. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. People that want positions of leadership in the church, they won't come to church. <laughs> Why would you want to lead a place that you don't even go? That, that was a sister. That was a sister at the last church I ministered to in Denton that, that helped me. She, she, blessed, she blessed my life because I was a young preacher. It was my, my, the first church that I ministered to. And, 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 and as I was growing and maturing, 
then uh, I was starting out doing things my way. And, and doing things my way, I got to church just like some of you are. When I got ready. That, that's, when I, that's when I came in, you know. Uh, some of you came in at the beginning and some of you came in the middle and some of you waited toward the end. And so, and so, and so one, one Sunday, this sister came to me and she told me, she said, Brother Jennings, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult for you to be the leader if you're going to be the last one to come. And, and you know, other than that making me mad, I thought about that and it really blessed my life because I came to understand that as the leader, if I expect others to follow me, I must not be last, but I must be first. Yeah. It's hard to be a committed leader and you come in after everybody else get there. Yeah. And so, and so, and so we find, we find uh, Moses here at this bush conversing with God and God has chosen Moses to lead his people out of Egyptian, but God chose him. Important, understand, put a footnote there. God chose him. God chooses those who he wants to use to do what he wants them to do. Every Good, committed leader is chosen by God. Now, what's important is that we learn to identify those that God has chosen. Amen. That's important because, because generally we are the ones that put our uh, uh, approval on who, who we want to lead. So let me help you. When you're looking for leaders that are chosen by God, then these are people that are, do not lead after they get the position, but they're leading at the start. Yeah, Amen. I mean, look at Moses, y'all. He's leading sheep. He's uh, up front. He's, God has trained him before he put him in the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And too often do we find people, men and women, that take on positions that they think that all of a sudden, just because they're chosen, they're going to be good at it. But committed leaders are leading the way before they get in the position. Amen. It's not hard to tell good potential deacons and good potential elders because deacons are serving the church before they ever ordained. Before they ever are selected before the church, they're ever brought before the church, we can recognize these as men that have been chosen by God. So let's see here, Moses Moses has been chosen by God to lead his people. A great task that Moses has to lead God's people. And that's a message to every leader and potential leader. Leading God's people is a great task. Amen. Let me say it like this. It ain't easy. Leading God's people. Amen. Now, if I can get y'all to buy into what I'm trying to do, then it might not be too hard. 
but to get you to buy into what God would have you to do. Oh, that's more than a notion. That's more than a notion. That's more than a notion. And I believe that God started Moses out with sheep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For a reason. Sheep can be very stubborn. We do what we want to do. Not what we told to do. But then some sheep can be very dumb. Amen. Know everything and can't be told nothing. I never forget I had a member that once tell me, Brother Jenny, you can't tell me nothing. And God can't either. You got to be careful that you know so much that can't nobody tell you nothing. And so, and so, and so we find Moses, Moses being hand-picked by God. And I believe that those are of us that have committed ourselves to leadership, that have committed ourselves to lead God's people have been, I'm talking about the committed. Now there are a lot of people that are in position that are not committed. And it's not difficult to tell who they are. You can never find them. <laughs> when it's time to go. Or if they do come, you got to wait on them. So we find Moses, first of all, according to the text, he's chosen by God. But then also uh, we come to discover that uh, a committed leadership uh, is not only chosen by God, but committed leadership is challenged by the people. Mm. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, uh, we don't know it all. I'm talking about those that are in leadership don't know it all. You're right, sir. We, we don't know it all. We don't, right. we don't know it all. And what, what will happen is the people will challenge us. Right. Right. But what I've come to discover, you don't either. Moses says to God, when God says, I want you to go to uh, uh, Pharaoh uh, in Egypt and tell him to let my people go, Moses says, uh, uh, well, well, God, that sounds good, but who am I going to tell him that sent me? Right, right, right. A committed leader, before taking on the position, must be able to identify who God is. Amen. You must be able, you must know him for you. I'm just not talking about any leader, but I'm talking about those that have committed their lives to being out front, to going, to moving God's people forward. That's what I've come to discover is there are a lot of people in position of leadership that's not going anywhere. And the reason that you're not going anywhere is because you don't know where to go. You don't know where to go. You don't know where to go because you don't know God. Because when God puts you in position, God lets you know what he wants you to do. 
Moses, go to Egypt, tell Pharaoh, let him, well, who am I going to say, send me? God says, tell him, I am. Sent you. Who is I am? I am that I am. I am that I am. And that seems to be strange to speak to people by just addressing him as I am. But when you do know God, you know him as the great I am. He says, I am whatever you need, whenever you need it. He says, by the time I go through the whole list of I am's, but that's all right. We ain't got time to do that this morning. But the fact about it, if you really been born again and you really learn to trust in God, you realize the great I am. You realize who I am. He says to Moses, Moses, tell him I am sent you. And Moses realized that one of the challenges that he was going to have greatly was with the people. Because it's, God, it's hard to get God's people to follow. Now, you would think, based on where they were going, or where they were coming from, they'd be glad to leave. They're in bondage. They're in slavery. And you would think, based on the fact that he was speaking of freedom, they would be ready to go. He says, it's not going to be that easy, God. So God, in order for me to uh, uh, do what you want me to do, you have to prepare me to do it. And that's important that we understand that committed leaders are prepared. God prepares them for the mission at hand. Let me tell you something. God will never put you in a position that he's not first prepared you to be there because he knows what you're going to come to before you get there. Oh yeah, God knew that he would come to the Red Sea. But before he got there, he made sure that he had a rod. God gave him what he needed so when he came to our position, he was already prepared. And that's a message to us as committed leaders today. Use what you got. Amen, amen. If God is working in you and God is working through you, he's given in your hand all that you need to lead God's people. You just go. What you got, Moses? He said, I got a rod. In my hand. He says, this is what I use to keep my sheep in line. He says, I tell you what you do, Moses. Throw it to the ground. He throws his rod to the ground. The rod turns into a serpent. God says, now pick him up by the tail. He picks him up and turns back into a rod. He says, now, Moses, that was your rod, now is mine, and you what I've given you to lead my people. We need to understand that whatever we need, God has already provided for us. Our problem is, it's just too simple. It's it's all that we need. But our problem is, is to, you know, one, of the, one of the greatest problems we have as sheep is uh, 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 we want it 
we, 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 we want it more complicated than it really is. He says, he says, he says, take, take the rod. He says, and, 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 and when you run into, when you run into problems, when you're, you remember when he got to the Red Sea? He took the rod. He stretched it over the Red Sea and the waters parted because God had given him everything he needed to lead his people. Moses, Moses says there's challenges. There's challenges ahead. One, one of the challenges is that, that why are they going to believe me? Who am I? What, what makes me special? Wait, what makes me somebody? And I stop to tell you, God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because God in your life is better than the whole world against you. You are somebody. The Bible says you're wrong. You're chosen. You're a holy nation. Yeah. You're somebody yeah. because you belong to God. Yeah. That's right. You're somebody because you're a child of God. And God has chosen each one of us as his children. He says, he, he says, Moses, take your hand and put it in your bosom. His hand came, came out leprous. Put it back in. It was, it was clear. Because what God wanted to make sure that Moses understood is that I am with you. And that's the thing that every leader in the body of Christ needs to understand and appreciate is that you're not in this by yourself. The people can sometimes become so challenging that they won't make us want to give up. Throw in the towel. Y'all, God's people. <laughs> because we know everything. We've been everywhere. We've seen everything. So it's hard to tell us anything. M Moses is going down to tell them, y'all, let's get out of here. And other than them packing up saying, let's go, they said, wait a minute. <laughs> the very reason that we can't go forward is because there's too many people sitting back talking about, wait a minute. Who are you? Church, we need, to, we need to learn to recognize good leaders. Because what happens is we run good leaders off because we don't recognize God. So he's faced with challenges. He's faced, faced with challenges. He, 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 uh, he, he says, well, God, I, I could do it. Y'all remember Moses, he had a, a speech problem. Moses says, I don't sound like a leader. Oh, and I'm glad Moses had a speech problem because we feel like every effective leader has to be able to speak well, has to be able to speak clear, has to be able to say the right thing right, at right. the right time. Right. But let the truth be told, God can use a stuttering person if he lives right, God will speak for it. God, God will, God 
will speak. God will speak. Because, because understand, understand, the people belong to God. Right. The people belong to God. The church doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to God. These are people of God. And every leader in the body of Christ, you need to understand, it ain't yours. It's not yours. And we learn, we need to learn how to treat God's property like it's God's. He was faced with challenges within, but then he was faced with challenges without. He says, what about Pharaoh? He says, I go down there and I tell uh, uh, Pharaoh to let Israel go. Uh, who am I? God says, I'll handle Pharaoh. Let me tell you something. As committed leaders, you do what you can do and leave the rest up to God. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Because there's some things you can't do, but that's God's job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. God says, don't worry about Pharaoh. <laughs> when you read the text, you'll discover God is so much in control because God says, I'm going to harden his heart. God says, I already know how Pharaoh is going to respond, but I know what I'm going to do before I do it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the good thing about God. If God tells you to go, you just go because you can rest assured wherever he's telling you to go, you're going to get there. Come here, disciples. Yeah. You remember when Jesus told them to get into the boat and cross over to the other side? Yeah. And on their way on the other side, they ran into a storm. They became afraid. But the good news was Jesus told them to go. When you're going in the right direction, you just keep on moving regardless of the winds, regardless of the waves, regardless of the water. Yeah. God will get you where he's trying yeah. to go. Yeah. He's trying to get you where he wants you to go. It'll get you there. I believe it. So, so Moses, 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 uh, you just you just go, you just go, and then by the time we get to chapter four, verse number nineteen, or verse number eighteen, the Bible says, "So Moses went and returned to Jethro his father-in-law." And said to him, please let me go and return to my brethren who are in Egypt to see whether they are still alive. Let me tell you something. When uh, you are a committed leader, you're called by God and you're, you're challenged by the people. But God has, God has charged you to go. God has given you that charge. God has given that to you. And since he's given it to you, then you can expect God to be with you. Y'all, there's some places I don't want to go alone. But if God is with me, I don't mind going. David said, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil because I'm not by myself. Thou art with me. Y'all, you can go through some things as long as the Lord is going with you. Yeah, yeah. Mercy. And if he tells you to go, you can rest assured 
you'll make it to where he's trying to get you to go. Y'all, he had a charge. And that's important that if God has put leadership in you, you accept the task that God has placed before you. And what's very important about accepting the task is that you can't take the position and not do nothing with it. You got to go. Yeah, yeah. The big problem we have in the church is that we got too many leaders that are sitting up doing nothing. We just like positions. We just like titles. And let me drop this one. I'm going to be done. Just because God chooses you, don't get beside yourself. Yeah. All right. Stay there. It's not yours. Stay there. Amen. Because there's some folk that feel like this is mine. And they don't want to let it go. See, some folk have had some positions for so long that they don't want to let it go. And they're not going anywhere. And the ministry is not going anywhere. Just let it go. Because God, you do know, you do know that uh, uh, your time has expiration stamped on it. That's right. That's right. Amen. That's right. Sooner or later, you got to give it up. Sooner or later, you got to stop. Sooner or later, you got to turn it over. Right. Right. And so, and so, and so, Moses, he makes his way uh, to Egypt. And the good news is, God goes with him. And Lord, I'll go if you go. Amen. That needs to be the attitude of every committed leader. I'll go if you lead me. Because the committed leaders are led by God. Amen. Amen. So if you're going to be a, a leader in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of God, you need to be led by God. Because the fact about it is people know when you're shaking and faking. Right. And what happened is committed members will go off and leave fake leaders. Mm. I'm done, y'all. Yeah. They'll go off and leave you. You'll be trying to figure out where did they go. Yeah. And we look behind so long but they ran off and left us. Mm. Commitment and leadership. That's my message this morning. I just wanted to make it very practical this morning. Yeah. Just a little something to start this series off so that you can understand the importance that if leadership is your desire, you need to make sure that God has chose you to do it. Because Just because you think you're good at it, that don't mean that God uh, chooses you. Because church, God chooses men to go, to move forward, to progress, on, and women, to make progression in the kingdom. Right. And if you're just holding a position, then that's a problem with your commitment. And my challenge to you today, my challenge to you today is go to work. 
Go to work. If you have a position, do something with it. Just don't hold it. Go to work. Get up. Move. And lead the people. So, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe that's you at home. Uh, your problem at, at home is that you're not a good leader. And, and the reason uh, that you can't lead uh, at home is because you won't get up and go to work. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You, you can't expect folk to follow you. Fact about it, you are not want folk to follow you if you don't go to work. Because if you don't go to work and they don't go to work, it's kind of hard to pay bills if don't nobody work. See, that's why God, uh, 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 Paul gave qualifications for elders and deacons because he wanted to make sure that these were men that were first of all out front at home. Don't try to be a man at church if you're not first a man at home. Wow. Yeah. Powerful. Amen. This ain't a place you come flexing your muscles because your muscles don't mean nothing in here. It's all about God's muscles. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful, man. Good stuff. So, 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 so the committed leader, committed leader, it starts at home. It starts at home. It starts at home. You need to spend some time at home with God. Oh, I think I just said something. Not just at church, but at home. Because the unfortunate thing is some of us just get our church on Sunday. Lord, Lord help us. Lord help us. It starts at home. It starts at home. Uh, uh, in women ministries, it starts at home. It starts at home. There's a lot of single parents, mothers, that are by yourselves, in your house, with your children, and you run absolutely, positively nothing. Oh, it's true. There's some parents, mothers, fathers that have no say-so. You tell them to go to sleep. <laughs> Two hours later, they still are playing games. And you just start instead of talking about go to sleep. And three hours later, they still up playing games. And in the morning, they can't get up. It starts, starts at home. Make sure that you have a relationship with God at home. Because if God is ministering to you at home as well as he is at church, he's literally preparing you to go. To go. And to lead his people to higher grounds. Amen. Y'all, it's time for us to experience what Cain is all about. I'm talking to mountains of you right now. It's time for us to experience Cain. We, 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 we've dealt with the, the struggle of getting there. Because do understand, Cain is a land 
that flows with milk and honey. Amen. We made it here, but we ain't made it there yet because we're still struggling. We're still trying to make it. It's time for us to experience Cana. And in order for us to experience Cana, then we need strong leaders to get us there. That's not an indictment on what we have, but what that says is that those of us that are following need to get up off of our stool or do nothing, twiddling our sticks of do less, and follow the lead. Follow the lead. Follow the lead. We're going somewhere. You heard pastors say that our teaching is directional. And what that means is we're going somewhere. We're not, we didn't get here to sit here and become comfortable, but we got here to move forward to Canaan. My question to you this morning is do you want to go? Do you want to go to that land that's flowing with milk and with honey? Well, as simple as this, follow the leader. Follow the leader. When you come to recognize God-chosen men and women, follow them. Follow them. Because the fact about it, you can't get there on your own. Amen. But you have to follow the leader. Are you here this morning and you recognize that you have uh, not, maybe you just one of them contrary church members. Everything that go on, you fight and you you, you resist and you, you complain about, and you just hard to deal. You know, some folk just hard to deal with. They just don't want to get along. They don't want to go along, and they'll put up all the fight for us to get there. If that's you, shame on you. Because as a child of God, you should be willing to follow what God is leading us. Yo, this is, this is a directional ministry. God is taking us somewhere, and we must be willing to follow if we're all going to enjoy that milk and honey that God has provided for us. So if you're here this morning, and you realize that your uh, uh, membership has not been conducive of that, of 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 a child of God, of, of a Christian, that of, of, of following the lead. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's you. Maybe it's not always the leader. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you that, that needs a, a work over to be, to be made over for God, to work on and for God to work in so that you'll be more acceptable to God's will. Or maybe you're a leader and you realize that you've not been committed to your post get up and go don't stay where you are but go where he leads me I will follow and maybe you're here today and you don't know the Lord and a part of your sin come to Jesus give your life to Jesus be baptized in the blood of the lamb today so that you can be added to the body of Christ and so that you can come and go to that land where I'm bound. The praise leaders are singing this morning. God bless you that you should come stand to your feet.